Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out the One Man Podcast. There's now over 200 episodes and dozens of bonus interviews, all of which are available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and many more. And you know what? If you don't have any of those apps, no big deal, because you can listen anytime at onemanpodcast.com. So be sure to subscribe, because it's always free, and there's a new episode out every Wednesday. And while you're at it, leave a review. It's a great way to help the podcast, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Follow One Man Podcast on all the major socials, and you'll get bonus content and pictures, fun stuff for yourself. And finally, if you have something that you want read on the show, send it to contact at onemanpodcast.com, because if you send it, I'll read it on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. What's up, everybody? This is DJ Demers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercer. What's up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 305 for Wednesday, March 8th, 2023. How's it going, onesies? How are you guys doing? Huh? You having the best day of your lives? You having the best week ever? Uh, who knows? Uh, what is the One Man Podcast for anyone tuning in for the first time? Well, it is me, comedian, brand ambassador, earthling Josh Williams, telling you what is going on with me both personally and professionally, and uh, maybe anything in between. Anything I want to talk about. And this episode is being recorded on Monday, because I fly out this afternoon to Las Vegas. And, um, and honestly, I've got so much stuff I'm trying. This is going to be my first time going with, uh, just carry on. I'm not bringing a check bag this time. I've been to Vegas twice in my life. Check bag both times. Uh, that could change if I end up buying a bunch of shit or whatever, who knows? I could do what I did last time and buy a, uh, a check bag from a, a local store and, uh, and then end up packing a bunch of stuff into it and, and, and paying to ship it back. But I'm leaving with only. Uh, a personal item and a uh, carry on. So let's see if I've learned how to travel a little lighter, but in this episode, I'm going to tell you guys about, uh, some of the stuff that I have going on, some of the stuff I plan on doing while there, we'll see what actually happens, uh, come the next episode. Um, I did a lot of brand ambassador work this last week. It's, it's, uh, gone really quick since the last episode. So, um, you know, I got to have breakfast with a buddy. I'll tell you guys all about, uh, all about that stuff, uh, in this episode. So thank you for spending some time with me. I do, uh, as my friend who I had breakfast with, uh, this week, who is also one man podcast listener. Um, it's funny because he's like, uh, he says, you know, you're always saying like, well, I'm going to, it's going to be a short one. I'm going to wrap it up now. And he's like, and I look and I go, how come there's another 30 minutes? I don't know. Cause maybe my brain does that ADD thing where all of a sudden, you know, I go to say goodbye and I mention something and that sparks something. And before I know it, I'm on another 20 minute anecdote. So, um, I, I anticipate at this point in time, I feel like it's going to be a shorter episode, but we're going to see because, uh, I'm going to get through my stuff to talk about. So I'm going to tell you, uh, last night I was at Crystal's house and, uh, she wasn't feeling good. It was the last night together because I'm going to be gone for a few days. I'm going with my buddy, Peter, and I'm hoping that Peter will join me, uh, on the next week's podcast because we're going to be spending the vast majority of the week together and would love to be nice to get his thoughts and feelings on, uh, on the week's, you know, doings, the week's events. Um, so because I'm going to be gone and not see my lady for a few days, um, I, uh, I went to spend, you know, we spent Sunday night together anyways, watching the last of us and whatnot, but, um, I'm going to miss her. And, uh, I'm really not looking forward to, to spending four days away without her. I am a very sensitive guy and I love my lady very much. And, um, I think I'm just, uh, I'm just going to be bummed a little bit bummed out that she's not with me. Um, I like, 
I'm not one of those guys who will like only travel with his partner. Like I have to travel for work sometimes and stuff, but I, um, something of this nature where it's like, oh, going to go have fun and, and whatnot. I just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping she's there. I'm also a little intimidated, um, because one of the things I had mentioned in the last episode is that I am going to be bringing vlog equipment with me, which was one of the things I did this week. I took, uh, the, I bought a, a DJI Osmo. I don't know if it's called an Osmo, but it's an, uh, DJI mobile six is the name of the gimbal. And I purchased the D, DJI, um, wireless mics. So they're little lav mics that clip onto your, your shirt or whatever. And so the whole point is to make the person who has kindly offered their time and service to do my editing for me. <clears throat> make his life as easy as possible because, uh, he said to have the audio on the same, you know, medium as the, the video will make his life easy. So rather than giving him, you know, video tracks and then audio tracks and him having to find and, and mix them together, it's just easier if the audio is recorded with the video. So to make the audio better, um, I bought these lav mics. So put about uh, close to by the time everything's all said and done, I put about a thousand dollars, uh, into this equipment. Um, but you guys have been asking for some video content for, for a while. So rather than trying to turn this podcast into a video thing, and you guys can just watch me for an hour, stare at the wall for some reason. I like that you guys get to listen to the commute. I want to let the podcast be what the podcast is, which is me telling you guys what's going on with me. And then these vlogs, uh, depending on, on how they go and how easy it is to do, uh, maybe have, you know, one or two of these a month. So it's an opportunity for you guys to get a look at some of the stuff that's going on, get a little different content. I don't want uh, somebody even ask me like if the vlogs will replace the podcast. I certainly hope not. Um, like I said, I want the podcast to be what it is a chance for you guys to sit down with me for a little while every week. Um, and I, again, I appreciate you spending that time with me. And then of course, uh, the vlog to just be an opportunity to see with your own eyes, what I saw at the time. Um, you know, it's going to be, I'm sure like any new thing, the, the, the vlog will be difficult to sort of figure out what exactly I want to do and show whatever. So I'm going to be recording a lot. Um, I am a little intimidated because just as somebody who, when I'm out doing things normally, like I got people, excuse me, on my Facebook feed and everything like that, that never, every single day they're posting three or four times. What are they posting? A picture of themselves with a thing that says Monday doesn't really say anything, but I think it's just an opportunity for them to stay in people's feeds and, and keep getting attention. Who knows? Who knows? Um, there's also people who are like taking pictures of every dinner, seem to go out every night of the week for dinner. Hey, good on them. But you know, a picture of their dinner and where they are. There's just people who are just doing shit all the time. And I do a lot of stuff too. And I never think to, to post, right. I'm, 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 I think I've got that going for me in a positive, in the sense that I tend to be a little more present. I'm not so much like, Hey, look at me, look at me. It's more of like, Hey, I'm enjoying this and I'm, I'm in the moment. And then after it's over, I'm like, Oh shit, I probably should have taken pictures of that to, to show people. Um, so I don't have that natural urge to grab my phone and take pictures when I'm doing something. So I kind of have to train myself that if I'm going to be vlogging, I need to be taking a lot of pictures. I need to be recording a lot of establishing shots and things like that. Um, so personally, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little worried that I'm going to be missing a lot. Um, so I'm just being honest. This again, another reason the podcast exists is that I wouldn't be saying this on a vlog and the vlog is just like, Hey, here's what I recorded. So, um, just letting you guys know that I'm a little intimidated with my abilities. I'm not a videographer by any means. Um, so knowing what be real is and knowing to take lots of pictures and record lots of stuff about, you know, outside of places, establishing shots, uh, things like that. I'm going to, I'm going to try to do a good job. I'm even going to be recording a little bit, you know, getting onto planes and stuff today, just so that there's extra, stuff to add it, but I'm, I'm hoping to make these videos maybe under 10 minutes. Cause again, that's, that's an important part of 
um, just creating content is that when someone looks at a video and it's fucking an hour long, I'm not going to watch it. Even someone going off oh, 17 minutes, I don't want to watch that. Right. People want to consume smaller things while they're eating their, their oatmeal or something like that. Um, so that's, that's what's a little, I, I got the stuff. It's all packed. It's coming with me. I'm just a little intimidated about how much my brain will gravitate. I also want this to be fun for Peter. So I don't want him to be getting, uh, there's a little bit of pressure in terms of like, my goal is to go and do practice vlogging for other trips that are going to be more intense and with more going on. Um, but for Peter, this is a, a trip for, you know, and an opportunity for him to have a good time, to have fun, to enjoy himself. And I just hope that he's not being constantly delayed by my need to, you know, open up, set up the gimbal and recording devices and, and, and microphones and things like that every time we go do something. So, uh, we'll see. Um, but I did spend some time because like, again, you know, when you get a new piece of tech, it's not like you're just going to open it up and, and you know how to use it constantly. There's a million things I've had iPhones for years and there's a million features on iPhones. I still don't know how to use that would make it work easier for me and better for me and stuff. A lot of people don't even know how to use Siri properly. There you go. I said her name. She doesn't say anything. You guys have literally been on the podcast with me where I said something, something nothing like her and she's answering a question nobody asked, but, uh, you can tell her to set reminders. You can tell her to set alarms. You can tell her to start timers. You can ask her just a quick question. You can tell her to do math for you. Like there's so many things that she does and it took a long time. So many people just literally use her for nothing. Um, so there's, there's all sorts of tools. So this new tech that I have, I'm, uh, learning about it there's different gimbal modes so like how to lock things so that only certain parts move um but i'm i'm just i'm I'm doing doing what i can i'm uh i want this to be nice i want it to be fun uh for for, for both peter and i while we're there and then i want it to be something fun that you guys can look at and enjoy later on and then when i talk about something on the podcast that happened and then when that video comes out you guys will be able to go like oh there's that thing or whatever like again i'd like it to be a nice side cart to the podcast but somebody who just stumbles on it on youtube can also just watch and, and maybe have some fun with it i'd like to think that maybe my you know people watching commentary or you know live feedback as to what's going on will be entertaining enough uh, for you guys so uh, that is something I did this week. I watched lots of YouTube videos on both the gimbal and the mic system and just testing. I did a lot of testing. I bought different kinds of mounts, quick mounts for this gimbal. Some worked, some didn't. In fact, before I leave to get on my flight today, I have to stop off at a post office and drop off all the Amazon stuff that uh, didn't suit its needs. Um, so all that stuff, not super exciting, not super fascinating in all fairness, but it is things that take up time of your week. Um, I also, uh, let's see here. Yeah. I also asked, uh, asked you guys on the last episode. I'm going to ask you again now, please. If you have any, um, any requests at all, there's anything that, that you know about Las Vegas and you're like, you know what? I'd really like to see that. Um, please send your requests to contact at one man podcast.com. If you're like Josh, I'd really like to get you some, you know, some shots of the Bellagio fountain. Well, I intend to do that regardless, but if you're like, Hey, I heard there's this interesting restaurant in this place. I heard there's some cool, you know, unique stuff at that spot. Hey, can you get me a shot of this? Like I'm, I'm open to requests. I really have uh, not a very big agenda for this trip. So it's, um, I'm, I'm more than happy to do that, but I need those, those emails in. So I Again, I fly out today. I probably don't start until, yeah, how funny is that? This episode comes out on Wednesday. So I will already be there and have been there for a day. So by the time you guys are listening to it, it's going to be like midday Wednesday. So I'll still be there all day, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But if you have any requests of anything you'd like, contact at onemanpodcast.com. And, uh, you know, not only will I try to get some information that I can talk about on the, the podcast, but I'll try to record it and, and get it into the, the, you know, preliminary, is that the one, the, the, the initial, uh, vlog video. 
Okay, so that's uh, what's important. That's not. Uh, that's, I just want you guys to know that it's important to me. It's not. Uh, I want to make sure that I can get what's important to you. It's important to me that if you if you send something, I get it done. Sorry, my brain scrambled. Um, let's talk about. Um, let's talk about the Last of Us episode eight, right? You know, again, no spoilers. I'm going to tell you guys this. There's one episode left after this. It's nine nine episode uh, season. Um, I I I have mentioned on previous episodes. I don't I don't care anymore. I'm just not into it. Um, this episode's one that's like almost. Mm, it, you know, 80% like the game, all the story beats, the things that happen, you can tell what's going to happen. Um, they, but, but like other episodes, it's like, oh, it's like the game, but then they just go further and give you more than what you need. Uh, backstory on people who are, are going to be gone by the end of the episode kind of thing. So you're like, why do I need to know more about them? You know, they're just, they serve their purpose and let's move on. Um, it was fine. It, uh, but again, at this point, like when you're giving me like an okay episode, every three episodes, if you have one, that's like kind of, kind of like, uh, okay. It's like, yeah, but there was a lot of linchpins and stuff that we needed in between this and that, that we never got. And so I just don't care. Um, if you're enjoying it, great. If you're not, uh, you know, I'd love to know what, what, uh, you know, I'd love to know what your thoughts are regardless. Did you, did you play the game or are you just watching the show? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Contact at onemanpodcast.com. Let's let's get into it a little bit. I'd appreciate any any feedback or information that you guys may have for me. I appreciate everything about you, to be completely honest. Um, but yeah, there's one there's one episode left, and uh, you know, we'll see how they decide to to handle the climax of the story based on the fact that they've left so many bonding moments out. Um also, I did some, uh, some high sense, uh, and skip work. So one of the things I was doing was mopping up, um, some skip the dishes stuff, uh, this last week. And, um, well, the last episode came out March 1st. So I was actually done a lot of the skip stuff, but, um, I had, uh, some other things to do some, some mop up on, uh, on certain aspects. And then I was doing, uh, uh, that was for skip the dishes. And then at high sense, I'm doing, uh, basically a removal. I'm, I'm undoing work I had done previous. So, um, high sense had a partnership with the world cup FIFA and, uh, they were advertising on the televisions and Costco's and Walmart, you know, that it's an official sponsor and partner of, uh, of the world cup. They had some me go in and basically install some decals on their, on their display televisions. And this was just the opposite is basically going around and tearing all that stuff off. So, um, it actually turns out that I have two more locations over on the, uh, Quebec side, um, and I just haven't had an opportunity to get to them. It was snowing like crazy this last week, uh, here in Ottawa. So it was an opportunity. Like, basically I'm like, I can't, I can't drive over there in a snowstorm. It's going to take forever and, and cost me way too much. Not to mention the fact that I have a new skip route for, for the Gatineau side this month. Anyways, I'm going to end up right in that exact same location. May as well wait till I have that list. Um, so it was something I was actually hoping my deadline is mid month. Uh, quite literally the day I get back from Vegas is the deadline. So my, um, my, uh, my hopes and my, my thoughts were that I was going to get to that today before, uh, before I leave. However, just the way my morning has gone and everything like that, um, I, I'm not going to be able to get to it. Um, so it's, there's always things on travel days that, that end up being more than, than, than what you can get done. So, um, <laughs> it's just funny that I managed to get all of them done, but two this week. Um, because you know, when you're dealing with Costco's, they're, they're all over the place. They're spread out. It's not like, you know, you drive down a street and there's three of them. Um, so basically I had a couple, uh, couple days where I was just driving around to different ends of the city, uh, getting things done and, and removing stuff more Walmarts than Costco's too, to be totally honest with you, not super exciting gang. And I'm sorry to bore you with this stuff, but 
something, just something this right now, this, this week that I got back was a lot of work. It was studying the equipment, uh, running around, getting stuff done. And so that's just one thing that, you know, when you're on a trip and you're like the day I get back, I'm not going to just come back and crash. I'm taking a red eye home, I get home at nine 15 morning. So I'm gonna be tired, but I think I'm gonna get home, jump in the car and get that shit crossed off my list so I can come home and just crash. Um, because the upcoming week, I don't know how much stuff I have to do. I think it might just be a, a skip the dishes week, but it'll be a, hopefully find an opportunity to sit down with Peter, set up the podcast equipment, shoot the shit about how our trip was, and then, uh, and get you guys a nice, fun, exciting story filled, uh, podcast for next week. Um, 15 minutes. I don't have time for this shit. Um, I need, I need to give you guys at least half an hour. I would think, um, but one of the cool things about having run around to do those, uh, the, the, the Walmarts and Costco's was I got to, uh, I noticed I was sort of in an area uh, near my, where my buddy Jimmy lives and, um, I haven't seen his new place or anything like that. And I just, I don't know why out of the blue, I had this inkling to give him a call, see how he's doing. And, um, and then I kind of realized, oh, I'm, I'm going to be in your neck of the woods. So maybe we'll get together and shoot the shit. So a little nice surprise to my week that I had not anticipated and, uh, just taking a second to be grateful overall for the nice little things that happen in your life is I got a chance to see my buddy. And as much as I was going to just kind of pull over, say a quick little hello, five minutes, I think we ended up chatting probably for the better part of an hour, uh, just outside his place. I had my boots on and it was, you know, it was getting ready to snow again. So it was kind of like, you know, I don't want to come into the house, get comfortable, uh, his lovely wife, Alex had invited me in for dinner. Um, and very grateful for the invite, but it was one of those things where I'm like, I gotta get, I gotta get these things crossed off tonight. And if I come in and get comfortable and sit down and shoot the shit, I'm going to be here forever. Um, but, but in all fairness, like I, I ended up being an hour anyways, just standing outside shooting the shit, but, uh, gotta say, it's nice to see my friend. Uh, he's doing well. It's so funny. Um, everyone has different personal preferences, different likes and dislikes, different strokes, for different folks. And it's just funny, you know, chatting with him. I was telling him like, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm going to Vegas next week. And he was like, Oh yeah. And he's, he's a guy who, when we were in high school and, and younger, he would go on trips to like Cuba and Dominican and things like that. And, uh, I was always like, Oh man, I'd love to, to travel that much. You know, I didn't have the income and stuff. I'm like, Oh, that's great. So he was a buddy who, you know, you saw go on trips and uh, happy for him and everything. And now he's a guy who doesn't like to fly. Um, you know, not to put my, my friend on blast or anything like that. There's no ill will in my heart. And I'm sure he'll let me know if this is something that he doesn't want me to mention, but he's just, uh, he's somebody who like a lot of us, seven out of 10 people, as a matter of fact, uh, struggle with some form of anxiety and, uh, and just, just airline travel is something that, that, uh, you know, makes him not feel, not feel too, too comfortable. And at the end of the day, the, uh, like all of us, right. If the juice isn't necessarily worth the squeeze, you know, we don't want to do it. So we, we got to chatting with that a little bit. And it was just like, it was nice to connect with my buddy. But one of the things that's funny, he was mentioning that, it, that his uh, family would be going on a trip and he's going to stay home. And to me, I was like, oh, cool. What do you want to do? He's like, honestly, I just want to stay home and enjoy the place to myself. You know, we got chatting about, uh, you know, the vehicles and stuff like that and detailing his car. And I told him, Hey, I know a guy who gave me a good deal. DK. I was like, oh, I love to detail my car. Love it. Loves to spend the time cleaning the car himself. And it's just one of those opportunities for me to go like, fuck, the last thing I would want to do is clean my car myself. It's not that it's not fun on a nice summer day where you got nothing to do and you can just go out and, you know, distract yourself with a task, but, but have maybe a little bit of clearer thought process because things are quiet and you're just sort of focused. Um, but it's just, it's just interesting. Like, you know, you get into that dad mode where you work every day, you come home and deal with the kids and yada, yada, yada. So to have these little moments to yourself out in the garage, right? Because that's where you know, husbands get banished to 
They're not allowed to have places in the house. <laughs> um, so it was just funny to chat with him and just to hear like, uh, you know, what my buddy's, uh, what my buddy's life is like now. And, uh, you know, the, the things that bring, give him joy. So again, from a, from a gratitude practice standpoint, it's like, it's, I'm very glad that I spur the moment got to see my friend. Um, and I'm also, uh, you know, I'm glad that, that it's funny. I'm uh, Jesus Christ. Where's the audience come from? Um, I I'm very happy for him that, that he's, you know, finding the things that, that, that make him happy. And again, it's like a thing that doesn't cost you anything, right? You're actually saving yourself money by doing some of the, your own work yourself. Whereas for me, I'm like, I need to stimulate myself by going on a trip. So despite all the free rooms and everything, there's still costs associated. I haven't found a way to get free flights yet. Um, but, uh, definitely cheap flights, right? There's a reason that 10 days ago I was able to just out of the blue, get a room, you know, get, get a bunch of rooms, well, a bunch of nights for free and, uh, and cheap flights, you know, and you should definitely check out the show notes, skiplag.com. You'll definitely want to do and take a look at the founder's card. Um, I'm going to use that to segue into my breakfast with Rich. Uh, Rich is a buddy of mine. I don't want to mention too much about him because, you know, we have conversations. He's a great guy, by the way, one of the sweetest people and a giant pain in my ass when it comes to certain subject matters. But uh, Rich is also listening to the podcast. So he had reached out and said, hey, you want to go for breakfast? And, uh, and I was like, yeah let's go for breakfast. Let's make it work. So I believe Friday morning we went and had breakfast and Richard's a guy who works in the entertainment industry as well. Um, travels a lot for work, travels for, for leisure with his family. And he's also someone who collects points and status with places and stuff like that. So we had a discussion about the founder's card, which is something that has, has certainly leveled up my travel game and options and everything like that. So now I pay less for better rooms. Um, free upgrades, things like that. So I was explaining to him how the founder's card work. Again, if you guys have heard it before, you don't want to hear me go into it. It's fine. Just go ahead and click on the link in the description and you can enjoy yourselves a nice founder's card referral from your boy. Um, but Rich was talking about how he's got like status with Marriott and this and that. So I explained to him the status match process, go ahead and jump on the site and match yourself with these other different programs and stuff like that. They'll hook you up with, uh, you know, uh, status of these other things. He's also, he also flies way more than I do for work. So, um, he's got some decent statuses with, uh, with different airlines and things like that, but we were shooting the shit talking about founders card found talking about, you know, different status match programs and things like that, that we're in. And, um, and it, it's, it, it's interesting. Like he was telling me about different places in Toronto that have like, you know, the hotel won't be great, but they'll have like a lounge on the top floor that gives you free food and free drinks that nobody's aware of. So like the meals and drinks alone could, could help negate the cost of the hotel itself. Um, just fascinating stuff. So again, guys, I won't, I won't go into it this week. I'll just say that if you're the kind of person who's like, I like traveling, I like options. I like free shit. I like, you know, upgraded stays for no money. Um, definitely reach out, contact the one man podcast.com. I'll tell you anything I know, but at the same time too, if you're just like, I want that stuff and I don't want to have to spend thousands of dollars at every property for it. Guess what? Founders card, an option link in the description. You'll get my referral code. You'll get a discounted rate for this, the founders card, and then you can begin your status match journey, which is predominantly done over the, um, over the internet, right? Send emails or just click on links. And, and before you know it, you've, you're like me, you've got eight or nine different hotel chains where you're platinum with them and you're like free upgrades, right? Like free stuff free free early check-in, free late checkout, all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah. 
that's what you get. That's just how it is. Um, that's the kind of value you get by listening to the one man podcast. However, um, in the conversation with Rich, we were, we were chatting about something. He was like making these little jokes, which were just throwaway jokes. He's a great guy. I know his intention. And, uh, and at one point he's like, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't joke like that. He's like, I, I, you know, I'm making jokes. I go, yeah, but I don't care. I know that you don't think that way or whatever. And he's like, yeah, but you know, I was reading this article recently that was like, you know, if you, uh, this, this really triggered me. I'm going to tell you guys about this. It was really, it really bothered me. Um, he was saying like, when I said, well, it's fine. I know your intent. I know you're like, you know, the jokes that you're making, I know that you have no, there's nothing behind it. There's no actual negativity or whatever. Hey, there we go. Throwing caps on the floor. I'm going to try to do double duty and clean something here. Um, but he was like, yeah, but I was reading this article that was like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do anything out in public you know, or sorry, you shouldn't do anything in private that you wouldn't do it in public, like in the middle of a mall. And I was like, bullshit, masturbation, like instantly. Right. Like that was, that was the first thought that came to mind. It was like masturbating. You can, you definitely should not masturbate in public and there's nothing wrong with masturbating. You know what I mean? I can't wait to get this fucking podcast finished so I can go whack off now. <laughs> um, it was, it was, um, I found it a little frustrating because I'm like, that logic is absolutely stupid. So the, the logic, like it's, it's basically trying to say that, like, I don't know, I, I don't know what the person who made this post was trying to get at with that. Like, I don't know what their fear is of, of someone doing something quote unquote in private that you shouldn't do in public. So like for me, the, the thing was, well, okay, there's nothing wrong with masturbating. You know, it's not like a, a great thing. I'm not like, oh man, everybody's great when they masturbate more. But I just saying that like, that's something that you can do in private. There's nothing wrong with doing in private that, you know, that you shouldn't do in public. It's like showering, right? To go somewhere like that isn't filthy or whatever is showering. You're not going to, um, shower in the middle of a mall. That's, that's kind of private. So I think that the whole point of this was like, like the whole idea is we were joking about things like not joking, but like, okay, well, you know what? I'm, I'm, I don't want to put him in a, in a spot, but like, it's like guys being guys in the sense that, um, you know, and if this is, this is what someday, if this particular anecdote is what someday costs me, you know, my entire career, if I've somehow turned a corner and all of a sudden I work hard on shit and you know, this, this particular story is what ends it all for me. Um, well, you know, I think I had a good run and I'm, I'm, I will continue to weep for the human race that we can't even uh, be honest and, and vulnerable, uh, and sincere because someone's out there to, to ruin everything you got. My, my, uh, my point is before Richard like has a fucking heart attack, he's probably gonna hit pause and call me. What did you say? I can't believe you fucking, yeah, well, it's out there, buddy. I'm not, uh, basically it was as simple as I was chatting with him about the founder's card and the, the status match trip that I went on, uh, in Atlantic city. And I told him I went with my buddy Chad. He's like, yeah, who's this, this Chad guy or whatever. Like, and I go, oh, he's a buddy of mine, you know, internet families, you know, 20 years old. He's like, you went, you went down to Atlantic city with a 20 year old boy where you're like, you know, did you have to tell them at the border? Like, oh yeah, I met this young boy on the internet and we're going to go down to have a hotel room in Atlantic city and, you know, suck each other's dicks, whatever. Like this is, that's it. That was it. It's like the, the. It was funny. He like, basically like later on, he was like, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't make a comment like that. Like, you know, I shouldn't be making homophobic. like I shouldn't use, you know, uh, I shouldn't be homophobic. Like them. like, well, you didn't sound like you were homophobic. It just sounded like you were accusing me of being homosexual, uh, a ped pedophilic, if that's how you use that word, a pedophilic homosexual at that. 
um, and a closeted pedophilic homosexual. So the whole idea is like, it's just guys being guys. He's busting my balls. I tell him I'm, I go on a trip with a young fella and he's like, oh, you fucking, you know, you guys what, you suck at each other's cocks or whatever. He's just, whatever. I really don't feel like that's super harmful. He wasn't disparaging, whatever, whatever, I guess. The whole point is that he himself, I wasn't bothered by, you know, the, the jab. That's what guys do. They fuck with each other, but he wasn't disparaging homosexuals. He wasn't, you know, uh, the only person he was trying to make fun of was me. And I, like I said, I know this man, he's like one of the sweetest people, uh, very, very kind, very, very good guy. And, um, you know, there's, there's someone out there. I'd be like, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to, to infer that someone is, blah, blah, blah. you know what? I'm sorry. You have no friends. Yeah. Well, th- first off, thank you for listening to my podcast. I uh, appreciate that. Um, but, uh, honestly, at the end of the day, like if you're just looking for reasons to get upset, you know, like that's, that's not going to help you or anyone else's case. The whole point is that two people having a private discussion, right? Both of which know the intent. I, he knows his intent when he says it, it's just to try to bust my balls. And I know his intent when he says it, which is just to try to bust my balls. We're not sitting there, you know, planning how to, how to get rid of every homosexual there. It's not like that. Um, and 99% of the people, if not a hundred percent of the people understand that guys fuck around, they bust each other's balls. And that was when he was like, I said, don't worry, dude. Like you don't have to preface anything. I understand. I know that that's not what's in your heart. I know you have no, you know, hatred towards gay people or anything like that. You're not trying to, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to upset me and I'm your friend. Right. So like, even there, it's like, I, I don't really, I know what your intent is and which matters, right? If a stranger came up on you on the street and said that it'd be a lot harder to believe that they meant no ill will and that they weren't homophobic because you're like, you don't know me. And why are you saying that? Right. So again, intent is very, very important, but for him, he's like, well, no, I read this thing that says you shouldn't do anything in private that you, that you, you know, uh, you wouldn't do in public. And that's when I was like, you know what? That's where this shit is, is going too far because the truth of the matter is there's lots, like if we're, we're, I even brought our server into the conversation at that point. I go, let me ask you something. Is there anything that you can think of that you, you, you could do in private that you wouldn't do in public? You know, and I said, I, and I told, I said, right to her, I said, I said, masturbate right away. She's like, yeah, no, I agree with you on that one. I go, it's, it's everybody masturbates. If you don't, you're still, you're a serial killer or something happened to you, you know, or, or I would love to hear why you don't ever masturbate contact at one man podcast.com, uh, subject line masturbation. No, no, um, no, no. My, my point is, is like, we've gotten to this point in the society now where these people, are, are making these statements like this. You can't do anything in private that you wouldn't do in public. You shouldn't. It's like bullshit. There's lots of things. There's nothing wrong with privacy. Vote. Vote is another one. You go behind a screen, right? Even though everyone will tell you what they've like, not everyone, but there's a lot of people who'll beat their chest and, and you know, Oh, this is who I vote for. And this is who you should vote for. I'm just saying there's lots of things people do in private. They don't, they don't, you know, uh, count their money in public. So like, like for people to make these blanket statements, it's, it's because they find one aspect of something go, you shouldn't, it's like, they want to control what you say and what you think even behind closed doors, right? Again, always keep in mind, there's a quote I love, which is those that can't control their emotions want to control other people's behavior. And there's people who get triggered by things that, that you had no intention of triggering anyone on. Um, and it's just, there's nothing you can do about it. You can't offense cannot be given. It can only be taken. And again, as much as Richard may have been tried, just trying to bust my balls, maybe I doubt offend me, but definitely get under my skin a little bit, but that doesn't matter. Right. Because he can't, you can't give offense. You can say whatever you want. Offense can only be taken. That's a decision that you make when you're like, I'm offended. I didn't like that. Right. But you can, I, I could never deliberately, um, 
I mean, I suppose I could knowing the person or whatever, but effectively like someone could come up to me and just say shit to me. And if they, if they're trying to piss me off, whatever, like, again, that's a decision that I make to, to be upset, to take offense to it. Right. You don't give offense. You take offense to something. So it's a decision you make. And a lot of these people want to wash their hands of their own accountability for being offended. Um, so, you know, again, me on my soapbox for whatever reason this week, but the whole point is that like, don't that, 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 that argument is not well thought out. And to accept that argument and to try to implement it into your life is not, um, is not an, is not, uh, viable. And it's, it's just more kind of like social science, uh, mind control in the sense that like, don't, don't tell yourself you can't have thought you can't do things in private that you, that you, you know, Oh, I, I if I can't do it in private, I can't do it. You know, okay. If I can't do it in public, I can't do it private. Bullshit. Bullshit. You're human. You have the, the, you know, uh, the not right. We have no rights. The rights are illusion, but you, you have the ability to do something in private that you, that you don't. So don't, don't act like, you know, people, that's, that's another reason. Everyone's afraid all the time, right? We talked to the server about that saying how like a the big reason that, that everybody is afraid to make a mistake is that like we learn through mistakes, right? You talk to entrepreneurs, they tell you about their failures and they, they learn from all the failures and mistakes they made in business to grow. Well, that's how you learn in general, right? Your brain basically tells you for pain sensors, not just to pull away, Oh, we got people being loud outside my room. Sorry. So the whole idea is like, you've got you, you, your body tells you, oh, that hurts. And the, the reason is to, to learn not to do it. And it's like the same as emotional pain, right? When you break your heart or whatever, somebody or somebody hurts you. It's like, it's emotional pain to be like, Hey, don't do that again. You learn from mistakes. You learn from making errors. The only thing is that we've got this point in society now where like, if you say, say one thing wrong. You know what I mean? Like you don't get an opportunity to learn from your mistakes. No one takes you aside and says, Hey, you're going to pay a little price and you know, we'll see you in eight months again when you're socially relevant or when you've apologized or when you've gone through your rehabilitation, like there's no, there's nothing. It's like one mistake can end your career. And so everyone is terrified, terrified of saying or doing anything that might result in someone saying, Hey, you know, you shouldn't say that because that's the thing, right? It's like everyone has turned into such a moron that everybody's a lynch mob. Right. Somebody says something, we got to kill him, kill him, kill him, kill his career. Never want to hear from him again. Why? How, how's anyone supposed to learn? And in fact, just in general, right? Like it happens in relationships when two people are fighting, you know, they're tiptoeing, walk, walking on eggshells around each other. Well, we're effectively walking on eggshells around the, 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 our society all the time now, right? One misstep and you're fucking, you're, you're ruined for life. Right. And that's, that doesn't, that also doesn't keep people like having the conversation growing. Right. Cause you don't want to, you don't even want to say anything about it because you could, you could end your, your career. It's stupid. It's stupid. And I, I, I know a lot of intelligent, well-meaning people with good brains in their heads. You cannot let these people tell you that you're not allowed to have conversations anymore. You're not allowed to say anything or do anything in private or public. That's, that's. Uh, that's ridiculous. That's absolutely, it's, it's insane. I'm not suggesting people should say horrible things or whatever. You know what I mean? But I think I, I want, in fact, I want to hear the people who are saying horrible things. I want them to feel like it's safe for them to say it in private so that I can learn, oh, this person's not in line with my thoughts and values and things like that. Right. You don't want these people hiding. You know, you want to know who's saying the horrible shit and let's try to educate. Like we go, wow, there's a lot of, you get free market research. Let's put it to you that way. All right. Anyways, the, the whole point, I'm sorry to have gone on so long uh, about it. It's just uh, that stuff triggers me when, when people try to control you because they're like, no, no, you can't say anything. 
fuck you. I can say and do whatever I want, both publicly and privately. And I will own those thoughts and feelings, you know, uh, accordingly. So if I said something in this episode that made somebody think this guy doesn't deserve to have a voice, I'd I'd like to think I'm pretty open-minded and, you know, I'm not trying to hurt anybody, but at the end of the day, like, oh, don't do anything in private that you can't do in public. Fuck you. You know what I mean? I should be changing in public, showering in public, voting in public, counting my money in public. You know what I mean? Uh, having a doctor squeeze, you know, uh, a welt or something on my body or, you know what I mean? Give birth. Like it's ridiculous. There's lots of situations where you deserve privacy and it's got, and it's nobody else's business. You know what I mean? So first off, I would love to know who wrote that article so I can send them a message and tell them an absolute fucking moron. But, uh, all right guys, that's, uh, <laughs> that's my thoughts on that. Um, one last thing, I did an activation this weekend for a company called the Java Brew Collection. Um, it was for a franchise show. It was, um, it, it kept me busy uh, all weekend. And I'll be honest with you guys, if I had more uh, liquid assets, I probably would have uh, tried to invest in this company. Well, not invest, but I would have tried to to become a franchisee uh, of this company. Not a lot to say on it. It's hard. It's a lot of information and I'm not going to waste an hour trying to explain to you guys what it was because I have no interest in selling it to you. Um, it was just fascinating. I learned a lot about what they call the office coffee industry. Um, so I'll give you like the Coles notes. So basically, um, I'm sure you guys have all been to businesses where they have uh, coffee machines in the, in the office, right? And it's like, oh, you know, I'm going to go to the, go go to the break room and get a coffee. Um, the reason businesses provided coffee to their employees was not like, oh, you should work for us because we're such a better employer. Look, we give you free coffee. Um, like everything else, there's, you know, market research done and, and studies and things like that. And the whole idea was they, they learned that because employees, you know, the number one drink, uh, consumed in the office place is coffee. It's not water. It's not juice. It's not, um, pop it's coffee. And, uh, employers, when an employee is like, I'm going to go get a coffee, I'm going to go down to Dunkin' Donuts or Tim Hortons or Starbucks, whatever, and get a coffee. Um, that costs the company productivity, right? Because if you're gone for 40 minutes, um, that was 40 minutes that you could have been working. So what happened was office places started putting coffee, uh, there so that, you know, get your coffee, go back to your, to work. It's, it's a productivity thing. It's a control thing. Um, then what happened was some time ago, maybe 20 years ago or whatever, the, the Keurig machine started coming out. It doesn't seem like that long, but it really has been that fucking long. The Keurig machine started coming out and, uh, it cost employers more money to put the Keurig machines into the, the lunchrooms. However, um, it was, it was considered to be fresher coffee because it's just being brewed at the moment. It's not just been sitting there brewed for hours and sitting on a hot plate. Now it's, uh, you know, coffee that's being brewed to order. So it's fresher. Um, it cost employers more money, but it gave employees more variety. So instead of just the one coffee that's there, you can pick the pods you want. It's fresher cup and it, and it, it, uh, evolved that way from the office coffee game. However, now we're in a place where, People like lattes, cappuccinos, hot chocolates, mochaccinos, French vanillas, that kind of thing, as well as their espressos and drip coffee. And a lot of office coffee machines don't do that stuff, right? So what happens? People start leaving again, right? The the Starbucks generation is now coming into the workplace and they want their frappuccinos and things like that. And so the whole idea is you need a, a an overall solution that is going to keep people in the office and not going out. So the, the statistics they had given is that if you go for uh, a coffee, you cost your company, like if you drink coffee and you leave for coffee once a day, you cost your company on average $1,500 a year in lost productivity. And that is because 
they know that, you know, you'd be working longer, 40 minutes a day, 10, 60 minutes. That's per employee. So if you're a place that has like 60 employees, that's a lot of money a year in lost productivity. So it's actually cheaper for them, even though they're paying for your coffee, it's even cheaper for them to have a machine uh, in the office place that will, that will do everything. And so that's what these machines were that we were, uh, we we're, you know, talking to people about and, and whatnot is that it's an opportunity for you to own a machine in a workplace and then you invoice the 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 business every month for the coffee they drank. So effectively you're charging the business for every cup of coffee poured. So two different options. You can either have it so that the machine is charging the person when they order a cup of coffee, or alternatively, it just marks down like so the employers like we pay for the coffee. This law firm, you know, in this office, we have the machine here. And then just effectively your job as a franchisee of this company is to go in once a week and then refill the beans and refill the the, the milk product or whatever. So um it was fascinating because the margins in coffee are stupid high, right? So it costs you as the owner of the machine about 25 cents a cup of coffee from the cups, the lids, the the product, everything costs you about 25 cents. And the employer uh, or the, the client is paying you between $1.50 and $2 per cup. So at the end of the month, the machine spits out a report of how many cups were brewed. You send them an invoice, bingo, bingo. As the employer, they don't have to deal with anything. They don't have to pay for the machine. They don't have to pay for this, that, or whatever. They're just their in-house coffee needs are met and you build them. Um, so seemed like a very interesting enough one. Ottawa is a very unsaturated market. This brand has been in existence, uh, or sorry, the company has been in existence since like the sixties or whatever. So they're not new to the party. Um, the machines are all made in Italy. So it was very fascinating, but the, but the buy-in initially was like 30,000 bucks and you'd get three machines. So it does take about a year and a half for the machines to become profitable in the sense that they're paying for themselves. But, um, or sorry, that they've, they've been paid for. So it's, uh, it was a fascinating business model. Like I said, had I had more liquidity, I may have been uh, interested in pulling the trigger because again, your, your job is literally to go to the business once a week and, and refill the coffee beans. So for something that's making you, you know, a dollar 50 a cup, let's say, um, you know, and times X amount of employees times whatever you're like, that's a, a shitload of profit. And, uh, that sounds like the business I want to be on. There's only one guy in Ottawa who owns machines. He owns 85 machines, uh, which basically means his entire week is just, you know, refilling those machines and then starts again, uh, the next day or yeah, the next week I should say. Um, but he's making millions of dollars a year in owning these 85 machines and Ottawa's a, a city of a million people. And to have only 85, you know, machines out there. And that's not even necessarily 85 businesses because some businesses are so large, they've got multiple machines just to keep things moving, uh, in the lunchroom. It services their coffee needs. So uh, just fascinating. It was fascinating. That's what I spent my weekend doing was helping them, uh, do their, their trade show and everything like that. So, um, I had fun. I had fun. It was cool learning. Um, lots of information as a takeaway here. I've got a full episode, uh, done. So, um, I, I really like all I was doing guys was getting people to fill out, uh, things for the presentation. Cause they basically did like a short presentation at the franchise fair. And then across the, the way at the hotel was where they were doing their, their 90 minute presentations, answering all the questions, showing how the machines work internally, blah, 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 blah. So I, I felt pretty useless because I, you know, I'm used to, to chatting more. Of course I didn't have all the answers and, and really they were just hiring us so that when they were done a presentation, they would have two people facilitating, uh, signups. So uh, relatively easy yet boring, uh, weekend shout outs to Rob, Rod and Doug for being such cool guys. They were doing all the presentations, everything like that. And, and they were super cool in between. So, um, it was nice. It's always nice working with, with nice, fair, kind people. So, um, yeah, that was the weekend. So guys, uh, some plugs. I want to let you know, I will be hosting later this month at absolute comedy, uh, in Ottawa. 
Okay, that's from March 21st to 26th. I will be hosting at Absolute Comedy in Ottawa, and then I will be headlining May 23rd through 28th at Absolute Comedy here in Ottawa. So again, hosting March 21st through 22nd, headlining May 23rd through 28th. You guys can pick up your tickets at absolutecomedy.ca. You can go online and buy your tickets for either of those shows, or alternatively, you can call to make a reservation 613 613- Two three three eight thousand is Absolute Comedy's phone number. I uh, would appreciate you guys doing that. The links in the show notes for the Founders Card gets you some upgrades and some free status. Well, gets you status infinitely cheaper than if you were to actually go out there and spend your money to earn it. The Neo Mastercard is there. It's a free, no fee cashback Mastercard, only available to my Canadian listeners. Sadly, but you even get some free cash just for signing up, and it doesn't cost you a thing. So even if you just want to, you know, twenty five bucks for free to go blow on DoorDash or whatever, and then. Uh, Never use a card again. Well, it'll never cost you a thing, but you still get some free cash. And finally, Skiplag, the site that I use to book my flights. Uh, I'm aware of Hopper and Mamondo and Skyscanner and all those other ones. And I choose to use Skiplag um, because I always find the cheapest price for flights there. Um, but there's a link down there for you guys. So if you want travel perks, cashback perks, or flight perks, click on any of those links that I've got down there. Um, as always, I take your questions, guys. Contact at onemanpodcast.com. Coming up this week, of course, as you know, later today, I fly out to Las Vegas. And by the time you hear this, I'm already there. So I'm going to be going to Letty's, which is uh, a Mexican restaurant that I wanted to try last time I was there. It just didn't work out for timing. I'm very excited to try that this time because Peter would be down for some Mexican food. And I know that both my mother and my lovely partner, Crystal, uh, are not super big fans of Mexican food. So when we go in April with them, I don't have to waste any of their time going to Letty's. Um, Peter and I are staying at the Delano, which is the all suites hotel at the Mandalay Bay South Strip. So I'll get some, some pictures and some stuff from there. Um, we're going to be staying at an MGM property. So I'm going to be doing some MGM seed gambling, which is basically letting the casino know what my average daily theoretical loss is. I've explained that in the past. If you're interested, you can always gamble or sorry, Google, uh, average daily theoretical loss. But the whole idea is I'm going to put a ton of money into the machines on one particular day so that the, the, the company MGM is aware, Hey, this guy, you know, his average daily spend is this much. So you don't have to do multiple days. You're basically just setting what your average is nice and high at the beginning, all in one day, as opposed to doing several days at a lower gambling rate. So I will be seating at the MGM casinos. You can do it all in one day at different MGM properties, as long as it is in fact an MGM property that you were doing that at. Um, I'll also be, uh, having dinner with Peter at stake at Paris. Uh, Crystal and I had, uh, ahead our, our one of our meals there. Um, we haven't recorded that episode yet, but I will, and we will be talking about that. So you guys get an idea of what, uh, what it was like doing that. Um, Peter and I are also going to check out Fremont street. Crystal and I were there again, uh, briefly. We had a very busy day, but we went out there to have an experience. We'll share it with you guys. And then we we're back off. So Peter and I will go and we'll spend, uh, some time on Fremont, Fremont checking everything out. And, uh, I'm hoping to be able to try out the border grill. Cause that is actually at the Mandalay Bay. And that is a, um, you know, order off the menu, all you can eat kind of thing. So they'll be bringing all sorts of different Mexican dishes that we can try out. I'm very excited about that. Um, yeah, so lots of fun things coming up, um, this week that of course, next week's episode, I'll be sharing all with you. So, uh, really appreciate you guys. Um, you know, it's funny too. I didn't know this about the MGM properties, but their biggest, the biggest one that people know MGM there's park MGM now, but the biggest one that people have known for the longest time is the MGM grand, which is a big, uh, big, like, I think it's the biggest resort there. Um, or at least it's the biggest single building there and it's, uh, it's green because it was supposed to, uh, you know, um, incorporate 
the uh, the Emerald City. It was supposed to be from you know Wizard of Oz, you know an MGM film, and you know the Wizard of Oz, all that fun sh- fun Wizard of Oz stuff. They used to have lions apparently um, inside, or big statues of lions, right? Everything Wizard of Oz themed, Yellow Brick Road, Emerald City, all that fun stuff. So um, I might uh, might poke around the MGM Grand. It's where you know it's uh, always told that it's a it's a nice uh, place to check out. It smells like smoke apparently, but I'll be honest, every single one I went into did. So. Um, yeah, looking forward to uh, to checking out uh, you know to checking out Vegas again, see some things I haven't seen, and maybe revisit a couple of cool spots that I have already. But uh, until then, I hope you guys have the best week ever. I look forward to to getting your emails and, of course, chatting with you again soon. Yeah.